0: Okay, hi Megan. What's up? Happy Wednesday! <laughs> day. Hump day. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just like high as shit right now because I ate a whole bowl of popcorn.
1: Oh, I just had <laughs> I just had a banana with peanut butter.
0: To clarify, I mean I'm like high on popcorn. I don't, I, I didn't actually do drugs. Didn't eat popcorn because you were high. (laughs) Yeah. I'm high off of salt and butter. (laughs) What did you say you're eating? A banana? A banana and peanut butter. Oh, my God. You guys, we've lost Megan. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to explain a meme to her. She answered my call by saying, yellow. (laughs) And I'm like...
1: (laughs) I'm literally sitting in a backyard watching my son swim.
0: (laughs) For all of our new listeners, there's none. That's her dog. Um, Megan has some exciting news to share with us. Um, She's had a big change. So, wait, sorry. You just said my son. And I just got reminded (laughs) about Iggy Azalea being like, (laughs) I have a son. Yes, you guys, Megan was secretly pregnant and had a baby, and now she has a son, and she posted about it on her Instagram story. (laughs) Just saying, I have a son. I (laughs) have a son. (laughs) If you don't know what we are talking about, listen to last week's episode. But no, Megan does not have a child. She just has our PR manager and attorney at Paw
1: Rocky, Um, but she does have an, uh, an announcement. Yep. I'm a fake social distancing police, and I broke social distancing And drove my little booty to Arizona this last weekend. So, yeah, I'm here probably for like um, the next month, month and a half because my office won't open up for a while. But uh, yeah, just ready to get out of the city. I waited until it was relatively safe to do so. And then now here I am in Arizona where cases are spiking like crazy. So you know what? So what we
0: can draw conclusions
1: from is that New York was the worst
0: state in cases. Megan left to Arizona (laughs) and now Arizona is becoming the one of the worst states. So,
1: deductive reasoning, (laughs) Megan is the virus. Call me Miss Rona. Okay, Miss Rona. Um, (laughs) How was your little road trip? you know what? It really wasn't that bad. It's like, yeah, it was long, but you just go. Like, I don't know. You just drive until you get to where you need to be. It's not like it was <laughs> you know, like it's just that CEO like of stupid. driving, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it really wasn't that bad. Um, I had of course Rocky with me and my friend Lindsay. And, um, it was just funny. Like along the way, we just kept saying to Rocky, it's like, this is all for you. Like this is literally all for you. <laughs> if he wasn't here, I would have just gotten my ass on a plane and been there in a few hours. But no, because of Rocky, it's like get the car, drive for three days, stay in multiple hotels, sanitize multiple hotel rooms and cars. And oh gosh, it was so, you know, definitely a little adventure, but Rocky's happy and that's all that matters. Yay! <laughs> he gets to meet all his little cousins and Hang out with his aunties. And, you know, Rocky isn't the most social guy. He's kind of a loner. (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) Yeah. But he's been very social and good since he got here. And that just makes me happy because I know that he is happy. So, you know what? It's okay that it was all for him because he deserves it.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, when you can't, like, do anything, like, you have to be careful about, like, even taking him (laughs) on a walk. Because, like I told Megan when she told me that she was going Like, unless you live in a city, you, like, don't get it. Like, it's so... It's it's stressful to have coronavirus anywhere. Mm -hmm. But, like, in a city, you're all fucking on top of each other. So, Mm -hmm. it's, like, even getting my mail, I run into, like, seven people. And, like, my mailbox is, like, 25 feet from my apartment (laughs) door. Like, it's a lot. And uh, especially when you have a dog that you have to take out, like, multiple times a day. Because you don't have any backyard. You have to go to the park. Like, it's... (laughs)
1: and like I said like cases are spiking in Arizona but it's not like I'm coming here to like go to bars and shit yeah I'm I'm coming here to do exactly what I was doing there just with a little core crew of people who are also practicing safety measures where they can and to have like space like right now like I said I'm sitting in a backyard there's a pool Rocky's running around it's like it's a big change and I think it's been good. So, yeah, I broke the rules and I hope
0: that. It... But I really don't feel like you did because I mean, you were quarantined and like self isolating for like months and then you drove and like you're with like your close, like closest friends and family after like months of self isolating.
1: So... Right. And obviously, it's like, I spoke to my friends and family about this before going, I'm just like, you know, like, you know, we can be as safe as we can, but no matter what, there is going to be a certain amount of risk associated with any type of movement right now. Like, yeah. And obviously I talked through that with them and it was a decision that we all came to together. So you're, and you're right. And like I said, I waited until things were relatively safe to go. It's like, I did stay in the city during the worst part. Like I did what I was supposed to do. So yeah, and
0: plus, like, um, it's not like you're going for the weekend and coming back. Like, you're gonna be there for like at almost two months. Like, it's not like yeah. A, okay, let me just keep going
1: through states, just joyriding. Like, right? I definitely in. definitely wouldn't have done this if I knew I couldn't be here for at least a month. Because you know, I mean, like I said, the road trip wasn't bad, but it's not something I want to do like every week. <laughs> yeah. So, I think it's totally fine. So I'm here until further notice. I'm very find jealous. Me, find oh, me in the desert. Not in the heat, but <laughs> it's, I would say it's hot as shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Tough, but it's good. <laughs> How are things going for you? <laughs> oh, they're
0: they're fine. My my neighborhood is just constantly on the news. The president's tweeting about it. Um, so that's that. What did he tweet? Oh, that is just, like, getting overrun by, like, anti-fascist terrorists, even though oh it's just, like, a hippie God. commune.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I yeah. will say, I will say this podcast might be kind of rough for me, because considering I was in a car for, like, three days, I haven't, like, watched, like, looked at the news or social media or anything for, like, four days, so... Thank you for catching me up on many of these things that you will probably have to inform me on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not a lot has happened in the celebrity world, but yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, I live in Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle, which has been like the number one talked about (laughs) place right now in the government because basically what started out as like a Black Lives Matter protest and, you know, we like sat out and the police tear gas everyone and Remember, bullets shot everyone for like days on end, and then the Rocky, police no. finally like abandoned their their office mm-hmm. and gave it like over to the protesters. And so then we've turned it. We, <laughs> I've not been there in like a week, but they turned <laughs> it into, turned it into. <laughs> I alone, I haven't been outside in like a week because I'm allergic to this vine outside my apartment. So I've been like held hostage. Anywho, oh, God. um. They turned it into, like, a cop-free zone, and they have, like, medic tents and, like, mental health counselors, and people are, like, living in the park in a tent, and they're, like, giving out, like, like, you know, you can stop by and get, like, free food or, like, feminine products or whatever, and they're playing, like, documentaries at night. Oh, Um, Yeah, and they have, like, speakers and bands and everything, and it's, like, super fucking peaceful. Yeah, that's cool. But but of course, <laughs> but like the media is turning it into and like yeah. Fox News even like edited photos of like a white guy holding a AR-15. <laughs> like they've oh, literally photoshopped god. it into my photos of my neighborhood. Oh my god. And then like the president's tweeting about how it's so dangerous, and then like people who I work with keep being like, Are you okay? Like, oh my oh, god, like are you safe? Blah blah blah. And it's, like, so crazy to see how, like, media twists things because it's, like, the most peaceful it's been. But, like, two weeks ago when, you know, I was, like, getting tear gas in my apartment, like, no yeah. one was reaching out to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... So, I don't know. It's been a wacky time. But I'm just chilling. It's beautiful it really summer in Seattle.
1: Been. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, good thing the tear gas is gone girl
0: <laughs> preach um, so yeah that's that on that I first hand response my neighborhood is totally fine also it's like really weird to see people like in Arizona like who I'm like acquaintances with like post about my neighborhood because I'm like oh I live there <laughs> really yeah <laughs> so anywho I mean my neighborhood is just its nothing <laughs> even like that out of the norm for my neighborhood my neighborhood is like the yeah, artist no. district, like young right. <laughs> people, always full of hippies at Seattle. So it's like, oh, this is not that unusual from our day to day.
1: Well, at least everything is peaceful, and that sounds—that's actually really cool. Yeah. So that you're kind of like in the middle of this
0: movement. Yeah. Um, so it's it's cool if anybody's in Seattle. Check it out. Stop by <laughs> And burn that motherfucking vine outside of my apartment <laughs> down. <laughs> because that shit is killing me. Um, So yeah, that's it that on that. Nothing new with me. I'm still just quarantining inside, just doing my thing. I wish I had like a space to go to. I've been trying to avoid going to, it's called the, it was called the Chaz. Now it's called the Chop. Um, Just because I'm like very freaked out about coronavirus. He <laughs> he. So, I haven't been going very often to, like, check it out,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but it's cool. It's hard, though. Like, I'm very jealous that you have, like, a backyard. Now I'm just, like, going on a tangent because I haven't, like, spoken out loud in, like, days. Um, But (laughs) it's I'm very jealous that you have a backyard because it's, like, so hard to find just, like, space to be. (laughs) when you live in a busy neighborhood like I go to the park right next to my
1: apartment there's like 30 people there yeah but it's like (laughs) everyone goes to the park because nowhere else has anywhere to go
0: yeah so then I'm like awkwardly sitting like the purpose yeah yeah I'm like awkwardly sitting like in front of like on a random rock in front of like a random (laughs) apartment building just like
1: do do (laughs) do yeah I will say the backyard's pretty nice and like i said it's like i know that arizona had been reopening but it's not like i was coming here to do reopening things like it's really just to have a little bit more space to myself and keep doing what i was doing
0: you're not gonna be one of those people that go to mill (laughs) (laughs) no
1: (laughs) i mean i wish and i would like to but no
0: (laughs) yeah wow i can't even like imagine going back this is just me talking
1: anywho well, and I would just be, like, a wreck. Like, no one wants to have me there. I'm no fun. Even on our <laughs> way here, like, Lindsay and I stopped at restaurants in Nashville and Amarillo. And the restaurants were doing, the like, the, you know, um, six feet, like, 50% capacity stuff. We sat outside at both places in, like, a little corner so that we were away from people. And, like, I still nearly had, like, a straight, like, nervous breakdown of the first restaurant we went to. It's really weird how uncomfortable normal things feel when you do them again for the first time. Well, I read this fucking article that this woman in Florida her and
0: her friends had like been isolating this whole time.
1: Oh my god, I know. I saw that and I I freaked out.
0: I freaked out. Yeah. And then they like go to the bar like they would all been staying at home. Like they weren't just like being loosey-goosey. So for yeah. a month they've been like quarantining and then they go to the bar like it opens her and 15 of her friends which is too much
1: obviously. And, like, they all got coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that, like, all the comments and stuff I was reading on that article were like, who has 15 friends? (laughs) I mean, truly. Who has 15 friends? But, like, yeah,
0: they all got coronavirus from this one bar. And I'm like, well, for fuck's sake, now I'm, like, never gonna go
1: anywhere ever fucking again. I know. It's, like, that's really terrible. Because that's, it's true. It's, like, you can do your thing. You can take your precautions, but, like, I don't even want to talk about this and like say it out loud because I don't want to jinx it. But all it takes is like one time knock on wood. I know. I <laughs> I'm like, what if it's <laughs> I can't.
0: I can't go down this rabbit hole because I like I'm like because I was feeling like okay. I was like, okay, uh-huh, things uh-huh. seem to be like better and like if I'm just safe, not that I'm like gonna go to a bar, but I'm like, you know, maybe if I like fly to see like my sister and I just stay at her house. And, like, then just go straight home when I get back. Like, that should be fine. Like, I'm not going to go in public. I'm not going to go to a restaurant. Like, I'll wear my mask in the airport. Like, I'm not, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then I, like, read that article and I was like, well, (laughs) what if (laughs) I, like, touch my own fucking doorknob?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had, like, at least a billion (laughs) nervous breakdowns in the last week or so. And I'm sure that my the people who have been in Arizona this whole time are, like, sick of hearing me complain and bitch about it, just because, like, yeah, cases are spiking here, but it's always been different here, like, obviously. Like, they just never... They always had a different situation than we did, so they're just, like, sick of hearing me complain. (laughs) I I just think
0: it's, like, I don't know, now that I'm, like, yeah, because everyone was, like, oh, you know, because, yeah, like, Arizona, I feel like is doing its own thing in regards to a lot of things going on right now, Yeah and... Yeah, people it'll just be like when I was like hunkering down, like my bank clothes, like my grocery, like, I, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> like oh, no can I could even like today? go outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then in Arizona, they were like, everyone meet at my house for golfing and then we're going to do a pool party. And it was like, oh, the numbers aren't going up. Everyone's fine. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? Is this like a hoax? And now like all the numbers are going up and people in Arizona are like, you guys, this is serious. And I'm like, y'all are three months late to the party. I don't know what to tell you.
1: I mean, it's truly like the impact of restaurants and bars though. Like it has to be because you're right. Like you said, people were doing this whole little like pool party come over thing the whole time. And yeah, it happened where some people of course got sick by doing that. But it's like the second the bars and everything opened, people were just like, okay, nothing ever really happened here, so nothing's gonna happen. And it's like, um, no, that's not how it goes. (sighs) Well, I don't
0: know. I've kind of lost hope. I hate to be, like, the voice of panic and negative for everyone, but, like, I'm kind of just like, (laughs) are we all just gonna die? (laughs) Like, I see every country, like, recovering and they're like, down to 1,000 cases. Or, like, New Zealand has no cases. Yeah. And then here's us, where we're like, hit 2 million. And I'm like, so I guess we're just dying. I guess we're all just going to
1: take turns dying. I don't know. Yeah, it's truly alarming. I think I needed my little, like, four-day break from news. Because especially leading up to the trip, I was, like, consuming way too much news. Yeah. So I'm kind of pretend- I'm being I'm being ignorant now. <laughs> now that I'm here, I'm just sitting in my backyard. I'm turning into a 45-year-old woman, and that's just how I'm going to be for the next month. I'll be
0: here just <laughs> screaming at my neighbors. So oh. <laughs> no I'm honestly doing I, I'm truly doing fine I spend a lot of time alone I'm more of just like okay so I guess just like our country is like the only country that's just gonna get worse it's all wiped out but okay I'll keep just ordering postmates
1: <laughs> yeah true I mean talk about something I'm gonna miss you can't get shit delivered here
0: <laughs> oh shit yeah that sucks <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, now that I've made everyone very stressed and bored.
1: <laughs> I know, sorry. I feel like that was a very boring 20, yeah, 20 minutes of our first podcast.
0: I haven't talked to anyone in days. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I just don't have anything exciting to report. And I feel like nothing exciting happened in the world. I'm, well, uh, celebrity-wise, excuse me. But, yeah. yeah. So what are we even talking about today? Um, so let me little pull up my little
0: bullet points.
1: Oh my god, you mean? Like, hey, I definitely these.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, on the hot seat, today's a little more positive than last week, although it's still defund the police and still Black Lives Matter. I ain't forget,
1: it will stay defund the police and stay Black Lives Matter.
0: Yeah, it's still, we're still on that. If you yep. follow me on Instagram, you know. Um, but celebrities kind of have gone into hiding after it was just, like, the chopping block, nonstop, like, French Revolution guillotine action over there last week. So a lot of celebrities um, really have pulled back <laughs> off of their social media.
1: Yeah, specifically... yes, yeah, celebrities specifically. And um, these, like, D-list reality TV celebrities are getting axed by the minute which is kind of fun
0: <laughs> so yeah ever since everyone all the celebs in Hollywood got scared last week it's been kind of a quiet week but we do have one person on the chopping block today and then we'll put the guillotine away oh. um Chris Dalia.
1: oh yes I just saw that today
0: Oh. oh oh when will they learn oh man here's the thing with Christalia. if you guys don't know who this is and I don't know if I'm saying his last name right because I've heard people say that's not how you say it but then I've heard other people say it exactly like that so literally I have no idea and I don't really care um here's the thing about Christalia. he's a stand-up comedian he's been like in a few shows and movies the first time I ever like was introduced to him obviously not like on a personal level um it was through Whitney Cummings sitcom which I think was like one season called Whitney and he was like her husband
1: um but yeah engaged in real life or am I totally making that up but I think that they dated oh I don't know um
0: but that's like when I first got introduced to him and I thought he was funny and then he did some like vines that were pretty funny. Yeah, over I used the... to love his vines. Yeah, but over the years, like I've watched his like comedy and stuff, and I've listened to like segments of his podcast, and I've just been like, mm, this isn't for me anymore.
1: But he has he has some bits that I think are really funny, and it's like the same stuff that he used to do on Vine. You know, like it's so cute. Like you. Know, yeah, like, yeah, those are funny and he has a few other things like that that I still find funny but like and I watched his most recent like Netflix special yeah so did cause, I cause he has an old Netflix special that's like it's pretty old maybe like two specials ago and it's pretty funny he does that bit about like drunk girls which now I mean getting to the story we're getting to doesn't, doesn't sit well but like he <laughs> was funny but his most recent one really wasn't that funny he kind of does comedy for like uh
0: People that love barstool sports. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, like, bro comedy.
0: Yeah. So, like, he he has some funny bits, and, like, I've, I've laughed at his comedy before, but people, yeah. like, act like yeah, like sure. his fans are, like, a weird cult where they think he's, like, the funniest comedian ever, and I'm, like, mm, I wouldn't agree. Yeah. But taste said subjective, anywho. Um, oh, and he's on you he played a workaholics where he played a pedophile um i think his username was like bieber hole something oh and then um then he was on you where he played a comedian like a famous comedian who was secretly a pedophile so he, he ba-
1: basically played himself i was so gonna say it's <laughs> funny because in that show i was like oh okay he's literally playing himself because his whole character was like this douchey la bro comedian who's like yeah. famous and then i was like oh so he's basically playing himself except for the pedophile part well let's go! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah
0: he was basically playing yeah because i thought the, thought the same thing where i was like oh this character just like reminds me of him but maybe like a little elevated and then he also probably doesn't have like a secret sex dungeon in his basement where he like takes pictures of underage girls um Mm -hmm. uh, like they say on mori that has been proven to be not correct (laughs) 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 so it came out yesterday by this girl on twitter and i'm not going to say her name because i don't it's like not my story to tell even though you can find it on twitter but Mm -hmm. also because she lives in tempe which is where me and megan are from and so i feel weird
1: yeah yeah
0: um but you can find it on twitter it's not like private or anything she like openly posted it i I just feel like it's like not my place especially since it just came out um, to like say her name but she like had posted on twitter that he had been like messaging her when she was like 17 and like asking her to hang out and like make out and all this stuff and um, the account she rates dogs which is like a parody of the account he rates dogs but they like instead of rating dogs she like posts like messages from men that are like absurd Um, she had like retweeted it And then, like, hundreds of girls have been DMing her with their own stories about him messaging them when they're underage, like, 16, 17. Like, asking to meet at bars, go to his hotel room to send pictures, their numbers. Like, she said that she can't even read them all because there's hundreds. Like, her inbox is just, like, fucking demolished at this point because, like, they just keep coming in. And she posted, like, 30 yesterday and of all different girls who don't know each other or anything who have like receipts going back from like 2011. Yeah. And they're all like in the range of like 16 to like 21. Um
1: so not Which all- by the way this guy's like 40. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um and he was like messaging them like, one of the girls, she was, like, 16, and he asked her how old she was, and she said 16, and he was, like, oh, dang, too young. And then she was, like, how old are you? This was, like, years ago. And he was, like, oh, I'm 30. And she was, like, oh, you're, like, too old for me, blah, blah, blah. And he, like, kept pestering her for her number and, like, asking to hang out and everything. Um, so it's not looking good for him. <laughs> no,
1: it's really not. Did you read his, like, statement today? Yeah, so he put out a statement
0: today, basically, like, saying they're all lying, and he's never talked to any of these girls, but then he also said, like, I, have like, put, like, you know, like, I basically fell into, like, the terrible Hollywood pattern of, like, using my fame to, like, get, like, sexual favors, and, like, I want to do better, but then he's, like, denying that any of the girls are underage, but I'm, like, why would this girl, like, in 2011, when you were, like, a nobody, be, like, (laughs) I'm gonna make it fake messages between me and Chris D'Elia.
1: Yeah, I mean it really didn't, his statement like didn't really make sense. He was just like, I've never knowingly blah 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 blah. He basically denying it and then being like, but I was a terrible person and I got caught. So it's like, he's like denying it yet admitting like, I was terrible so like, I probably did some messed up shit, you know? It was not good. <laughs>
0: If Heather Morris from Glee were to make a statement of him, she would say, I
1: wouldn't say he's a pedophile, but he is a giant piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, he is like, it's so true. It's like, what do these girls have to like gain by making up some fake messages with Chris D'Elia? Like, especially from like 2011,
0: like girl, not girl to her, but like to him. Like, what are you doing? Like, she didn't just, like, oh, 2011, who can I, like,
1: make up that, like, (laughs) message me? Yeah, I'm sure there would have been a lot. I don't know. And, like, and you're right. Like you said, just given, like, some of the characters he's played, it just kind of fits. But then that makes it weird, because it's, like, dude, like, how did you not think that this was going to get out?
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, you were knowingly
1: playing these characters knowing
0: that you have, like, messaged 16-year-olds when you were, like, in your 30s.
1: Like, say this girl is, like, imagine being that girl, or one of these hundreds of girls, and, like, watching that show you, and being like, um, hey, this is real-life stuff. Well, that's,
0: like, how it happened, is because that girl watched you, season two, and then she was, like, just finished watching you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the, oh my god, could you imagine how weird that would be? Ugh, gross. It's so You gross.
0: guys, like, I feel like we just literally just said this on the podcast. If you're, like, a young girl listening to this podcast, and someone who is, like, much older than you is, like, messaging you, you're gonna be flattered because, like, that's just how your fucking mind works when you're a teenage girl. You're like, oh my god, he's, like, 30 and he's into me. You think it's, like, fucking cool. I promise you it's not it's like disgusting and like you need to look around and be like why will women his own age speak
1: to him yeah I mean there's something really up there big problem
0: but like I've been in that situation before too when I was like you Mm -hmm. know like a teenager I'd be like 15 hanging out with like 22 year olds, being like, this is like so cool. And now I look back on it and I'm like, I went at 28, I like won't even hang out with someone under 25. So I'm like, what the hell was happening?
1: Okay, yeah. And like, not to like spew man hate, but like, whatever. But it's always, it's always that way around. It's always women wouldn't do that. Like, we wouldn't do that. It's always older men with the younger girls. Yes, because like, I hate well, to be not like that al- person. Not always, but like, right, pretty but, much always, ninety-eight <laughs> percent like, of the time. Those are made like, up statistics. Women but, like, can be, be real. Women can be predators too, of course. But like you see, you've seen it over and over again that it's like the older man seeking out the younger girls, and it's gross. And
0: here's also the thing that it when it is the woman, like when it's the older man, everyone's like that's disgusting because it is. But when it's like the woman, like men are like oh what a babe or like oh yeah he got some ass and it's like no he was being molested yeah yeah i mean it's still
1: a problem yeah
0: so like it's always like turned to that like when it's a woman doing it it's like sexy or like that lucky 13 year old
1: (laughs) empowering or some shit yeah but But it's like no 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 that's molestation I feel like that was in like some TV show I watched recently where it was like some older mom, like a hot mom hooking up with a teenage son thing. Try now I'm trying to think of what show it was, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Desperate housewives. Oh, <laughs> so, like, that's, <laughs> but... that's like
0: and on like TV and stuff too. Sometimes I feel like they like romanticize that shit. And it's like that's like pretty little liars. Aria was dating her fucking teacher and she was in high
1: school. Oh my god, yeah. And everyone was like Wait, what was their little, like, couple name? Um,
0: they- Ezra uh, and
1: Aria, so, like, e- uh, I don't know, they had some couple name, because, like, remember when you, <laughs> remember when you'd watch that show, they would, like, put hashtags on the top yes. of the screen to, like, guide you? <laughs> but, like, that was, like, an a fucking Ez- yeah. family Ezria. show. <laughs> Ezria. <Yeah>. Hashtag Ezria. <laughs> Ezria. And,
0: like, you would take, like, even to this day, there's, like, quizzes that are, like, who's your favorite um, couple from Pretty Little Liars? And it's, like, they're an option. And I'm, like, she was, like, fucking 16. And he was her literal teacher. And that was on an ABC family show. And no one said shit about it. And that was, like, not that long ago. Because that show ended while I lived in Seattle and you lived in New York. So, like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, that was bad.
0: But, like, that happens, like, that happened on Gossip Girl, like, Nate yeah. and the fucking, what's her name? The Countess's wife,
1: or some shit like that. Like, well, and didn't Serena, like, bang a teacher, too?
0: Did she? Probably that hoe. But, like, <laughs> but, like, st- like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, stop, like, romanticizing this shit. Like, that's fucking wrong. It's gross. It doesn't matter if it's, like, it's, like man on man, woman on woman,
1: like, Yeah. Adult man, young girl, adult woman. When this stuff happens in real life, it's not cute and it's not funny or sexy. It's gross. It's gross. It's gross. It's for sure gross. So fucking later
0: days, Chris although I'm sure nothing will happen to him because (laughs) that's showbiz, baby.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've talked about our issues with cancel culture and whatnot, but like, I'd say this one can be canceled. Oh, for sure. I don't think you should be canceled for being like, I
0: prefer Tide laundry detergent. And people are like, <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Tide laundry detergent, blah, 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 But like being like, Hey, I'm a child molester. Yeah, for sure. Canceled. Yeah, you're reason. canceled. There's pretty
1: much no coming back from that.
0: Where's Joe from <laughs> you when you need him? <laughs>
1: oh my God. For real.
0: Um, so, I'm sure he'll still have
1: a thriving career. Because... Which actually, that's a whole other thing that whole Joe from you, like, romantic- oh my like, God, murder, yeah. But literally not getting into that. Everyone's like, he's so romantic. <laughs> the glass box. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,. But yeah, so later days to him, although I'm sure his career will thrive because it's quite the opposite when it comes to men and being predators in Hollywood. They can't get canceled. So doo doo. Plus, there's like thousands of people I've already seen online being like, I don't see any proof though. These girls could be photoshopping. Like an army of just random teenage girls who like live in different countries
1: have been like, hey ladies. I mean, who, like, a, like, what do you have? Like, I don't know. Like, what's the deal with him? Like, why do you have to defend him?
0: Like, because that's he... like always how it is. Even with what's his fucking name, Louis C.K., who
1: admitted yeah. himself that he
0: was, like, being inappropriate and, like, showing his dick and, like, jacking him off in front of, like, women during business meetings. Everyone was like, everyone should leave him alone people just yeah. like, don't get comedy these days everyone's oh my a snowflake God. and i'm like
1: no that's assault like i don't know what to tell you i know but it's like half the time i'm just like what's the point of defending them you don't know them personally so like and... what's the point yeah i don't get it i don't get it like
0: you look like a with the Clown being like, I support child molesters <laughs> because they made me laugh one time. There's a lot of funny people out there who aren't child molesters. Have you ever heard of like John Mulaney? Please, John Mulaney, do not make me eat my fucking words. I swear to God. But like... <laughs> yeah, for real. Hello? There's people out there that deserve the fame who aren't like hitting up 14-year-olds that are like, come to my hotel room, have your mom drop you off because you're too young to drive. Gotta get up early
1: for my Netflix special, baby. And I'm generalizing big time here. But, like, comedians are, a lot of the time, kind of slimy people. Megan's canceled. (laughs) Sorry to any comedians. But, like, I mean, kind of.
0: Yeah, there's not a great... uh...
1: (laughs) moral there, standing there are plenty of great normal morally acceptable comedians yes but like i don't know it kind of fits <laughs> if there's a trend let's track it
0: <laughs> um but yeah no there's not a there's not a huge moral standing in comedy um i think there's a specific reason for that but i won't say it out loud on this podcast But I also hate the thing, and we're, like, spiraling so hard, but, like, I also hate the thing that's, like, comedians are allowed to say whatever they want because it's, like, well, what qualifies someone to be a comedian? I make people laugh pretty much daily. Does that mean I can, like, say the N-word or, like, molest people? No! You can have comedy and, like, not be like, well, fuck, if I can't, like, offend people and, like, tear people down,
1: I'm not doing this. Yeah, with people being like, "It's so hard to be a comedian in 2020." It's like, not really. Just don't say offensive shit.
0: Yeah, and people were like, "Oh, I have to censor. Co- we censor comedians you now." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> where did I? I missed where you signed up to get the "I can say whatever I fucking want" because some people think I'm funny badge. Someone point you to that fucking office because it's like, <laughs> why, <laughs> do, why? Why do they? yo I'm I'm starting to sweat okay (laughs) it just doesn't make sense to me where it's like well comedians can say that and it's like well why and like what what tier do you have to be at to be like well he's a comedian
1: (laughs) yeah I don't buy it me and Megan are fucking comedians (laughs) which reminds me how it's that I am to watch the new Pete Davidson movie. Oh, God. Being a a problematic comedian. It sucks
0: because it's, like, made by Judd Apatow, and, like, I really love him. (laughs) And, like, I think the movie looks good, but...
1: (laughs) I think it looks a a little weird. (laughs) But we'll see. I hope it's, like, I hope it's less cheesy and more poignant than I think it's gonna be.
0: Oh, poignant! Excuse me. She moved to the suburbs and she got a thesaurus.
1: I read. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dictionary. is like word of the day. <laughs> yeah, I read. dot com. <laughs> no, Megan. Megan knows a lot of words. <laughs> Just in case anybody's like, to think a bitch. <laughs> I'm a comedian. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah Kings of Staten Island is like Pete Davidson's new movie directed by Judd Apatow I think it's out like, I think it came out last week and,
1: yeah you? but I think they did that thing where they like release it on demand just because no one's going to movie theaters obviously and um, but it's probably like 20 bucks still and like no <laughs> yeah. no I'm good it's not worth 20 bucks <laughs> I'm so good thank you though yeah um, I, my question is who is Paying 20 bucks to be like, yes, that new Pete Davidson flick. Let's fork over some cash.
0: Lauren Michaels, the only person that sees anything
1: in him. True, Lauren Michaels is like Venmoing people to rent <laughs> it. He's like buying TVs.
0: <laughs> oh, well. Every TV in um, 30 Rock. It's, like, playing, <laughs> <and> streaming. <laughs> but, like, Uh-oh. no one knows because it's, like, abandoned right now during quarantine.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Probably. They're like,
0: well, a lot of our views came from one specific area. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, that's out. But you know what's out for free on Amazon? Knives Out. Knives
1: Out. Oh, my gosh. I've been wanting to watch it, and I haven't still. Honey, on, my knives—they're out. I'll get to on To quote, that, I like it tomorrow.
0: But you've seen it, right? Oh yeah, of course. We talked about the sweater for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still talking about the sweater. <laughs> Same. That one scene when he gets out of the car.
1: Wow. Oh my god. I think I about know. it often. <laughs> yeah, it's just a really good movie, and I'm excited to rewatch it because I haven't seen it since it was in theaters, and I just remember thinking the whole time, like, wow. You know, like, those stupid movie reviews that you read, like, in the newspaper and shit? And it's, like, the most fun I've had at a movie all year. (laughs) It's, like, literally it was the most fun I've had in theaters forever. (laughs) I laughed. I cried. I thought. It's true. I was, like, smiling like a googly little fool the whole time.
0: Yeah. So Knives Out is on Amazon Prime for free if you got that shit. Um... It's a really good movie. Lots of big names in it. It's like a fun whodunit movie. And Chris Evans is in it. And he wears a particular sweater. Um, peak. Or. Um, what word am I looking for? Table knit. Well the sweater. Yeah. But the the coat. <laughs> oh camel. Oh a camel coat. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't worn a coat in years. Because I haven't left my apartment. <laughs> Um, camel coat scarf sunglass combo
1: that will you'll you'll know it when you see it <laughs> that will be the
0: most fun you've had in quarantine
1: <laughs> <laughs> but really
0: um. so yeah go check that out it's a really good movie it's funny it's like crazy kooky there's drama there's a murder making, there's a mystery they're making
1: a second one I know I'm so excited but they don't have it really any details on it yet Sadly, I just need to see
0: Chris Evans. But will he? Oh, Would he even be in it? I don't. Know. I was gonna say something, but then I didn't want to spoil it for anybody. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh! Careful, Rocky's eating grass. Rocky, come here. Um, but speaking of movies,
0: I had some bad news today. Megan sent it to me. Like 400 people sent it to me. Oh God, I know. Same. <laughs> They're making a Princess Diana movie. Which Ugh. great. We love who doesn't love her?
1: Who yeah, doesn't love my
0: Princess Diana?
1: Yeah, uh, so the people's
0: princess. That. Mm-hmm. And she will be played by 2019's Actress of the Year. I'm not even kidding. She won that award. <laughs> she,
1: she won that award?
0: Yeah. For what? Like 2019's Actress of the Year.
1: Yeah, but for what film? Um,
0: I don't know, some movies that I've never even fucking heard of. Oh or no, it was, you know what it was? No, you know what it was? Everyone's like, who? Kristen Stewart. Um, you know what it was? <laughs>
1: it was Actress of the Decade. I mean Twilight came out before 2010 though, so how could that even count? <laughs> it was fucking Actress of the Decade.
0: Wow. And I, and, and who did she pay off? Because I've never,
1: I have never seen a worse actress in my life. She's just the cringiest person ever. Like, whether on film or not, I, ugh, the sight of her makes me squirm. Same. I,
0: you guys, and I'm not even like trying to bully her. Because I know she's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're done in this town. Um, but she truly is like the worst actress that I've like seen on screen. And like I enjoy Lifetime movies.
1: So. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any movie I've seen of her that I enjoy. And like I mean whatever. I'll... I like Twilight. Oh Twilight and... is
0: not included. Everyone likes Twilight. But it's not because of her
1: acting skills honey. Well, it's because everyone, like, loves to hate Twilight. Yeah. Like, granted, back in the day, I was like, oh, my God, Team Edward. But now it's, like, that movie, those movies, they, like, sustain because they're so bad now. Like, they're so bad. They're so good. Yeah, they're so bad that you like that.
0: Like, I enjoy Twilight. Not because I'm like, this is cinematic art. Because I'm like, hell yeah.
1: I want to shit watch something today. Twilight. Um, I'm sorry, that baseball scene in the first movie is cinematic art. So <laughs> That's true.
0: Also <laughs> and, like, non <laughs> I can't make it, I'm quarantined.
1: Non-sarcastically,
0: <laughs> the albums, the soundtracks,
1: oh yeah. Slap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still listen to that sometimes.
0: Yeah. So I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, she won Actress of the Decade she was in Charlie's Angels. I tried to watch the first 15 minutes on a plane and I switched it off because I could not stand her.
1: That's a lot because we love some Charlie's Angels.
0: We do. But she's truly the worst actress. And so when she last year, and I feel like we talked about it on the podcast but maybe not, when she got um, Actress of the Decade, I was like so she clearly paid someone. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> had to be a paid gig. Unless that was like like a foretelling like oh bad things are to
1: come. But like yeah. why Princess Diana?
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> not that I know who else could have played Princess Diana, but that's not the point. Like there are millions of talented actors and actresses.
0: Who could have played Princess Diana?
1: Exactly. British and blonde. <laughs> yeah like it didn't even need to be some like A-list actress it could have been just anyone who has talent (laughs) (laughs) it could have been me yeah
0: but yeah so she just got cast to play Princess Diana um I don't want to say this is like one of the plagues of 2020 but I don't want (laughs) to discount it yet because I don't know but I'm feeling very
1: attacked personally. Granted, the movie probably won't be coming out until at least 2021. So it could be a plague of 2021. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> plague. Yeah. That's a harsh word these days. Um, I just want to know what Harry and Meghan think. Yes. That's what I want to know. And Will and Kate. And the Queen. Yeah, but I don't care about Will and Kate. I just want to know what Megan and Harry think.
0: <laughs> I want to know all of their thoughts. Just not about this only, just like all the time. But <laughs> specifically about this. Yeah. They, They're can't, just as, they can't
1: be pleased, right?
0: <laughs> There's just so many other
1: options.
0: they are good.
1: Like, I bet Megan's like, well, why didn't they choose me? <laughs>
0: I just don't get it but I also don't get how she won actress of the decade either so
1: yeah I'm okay with being proven wrong
0: but I won't be because listen I've tried to watch multiple of her movies they're They're never
1: good good. yeah and they're never good because of her yeah exactly (laughs) sorry i just pleased God bless you <laughs> that
0: goddamn fine. Um, yeah, it's like not like the writing is bad. don't come for me Twilight haters. It's not that the writing is bad because like I enjoy movies that are bad. <laughs> Thanks It's just that she is so distractingly bad that it just ruins yeah. it just really obliterates everything. Yeah
1: yeah that sums it up.
0: You know who could have I hate that I'm even saying this because I
1: absolutely hate this person. Oh my god, who?
0: Scarlett Johansson.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm lolling that you're suggesting that because I hate her too. But like she can act. She can act. She could look like her. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. She's not gonna I be would've...
0: like awkwardly biting her lip the whole time. <laughs> Or, like, hunched over and, like, uh, like grunting. I cannot picture anyone less like Princess Diana. <laughs> I know.
1: Truly, 2020 is the end. It's the end. Yeah, well, that'll be a shit show that I can't wait to be a part of. And, yeah, oh. keep in mind, I'm talking all this shit about it, but, like, yes, I will be there to watch.
0: Oh, yeah, I'll be watching that for sure. (laughs) I went and watched the Royal Wedding in theaters at (laughs) 10 a.m. So, yeah, that's that on that. Um, Just random relationship news that no one cares about. I I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast because really I don't think anybody cares because they're not like they're super private people. So they haven't been like talked about in years. But Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox are getting divorced. And he, like, went on a podcast and, like, talked about it.
1: Um, yeah.
0: She's leaving him for Machine Gun Kelly.
1: Not friend like they of, broke friend up. Friend of Pete Davidson.
0: Best friend of Pete Davidson. It's not like they broke up and she started dating Machine Gun Kelly. Like, the he they He pretty much admitted on the podcast that she was leaving him for Machine Gun Kelly. Because she was, like, in Machine Gun Kelly's music video. And then they, like,
1: really hit it off. <laughs> you
0: know, yeah, they just, apparently like, it
1: was quite sensual. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and he was like, you know, I trust her judgment in people. He's like a wounded puppy. It's like extra really looks sad. He's like, I trust her judgment in people, and he seems like a great guy. So, <laughs> I'm
1: like, bro, yeah, wait, Brian your marriage Austin is Austin over. Green. I'll just say, Brian Austin Green has always seemed like such a gem to me. Yeah, remember when he was on Desperate Housewives? <laughs> I was gonna say he's very hot. Yeah, um, he is really hot. I mean, why? Why would you not want that?
0: (laughs) But their relationship has always been kind of like rocky because they were supposed to split up. They were going to get divorced like a few years ago. And then she found out she was pregnant. And so then they stayed together. So, like, I think that it was ending anyways.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's true. I mean, whatever. If people aren't happy, then they have every right to move on from a relationship. But, like, oh, poor guy. I know.
0: Um, so yeah, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are dating. They like made it official. They got
1: like snapped by paparazzi and everything. So I bet they re- I bet they paid twenty bucks for Pete's movie. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I have a confession to make. I think that Machine Gun Kelly's hot. I, I knew that. you were gonna say that.
1: I knew you were gonna say that, and I weirdly do too. I don't like that part of myself, but that's what it is. I mean, I think Brian Austin Green is way hotter. If you put the two of them, like, next to each other, it would be, hands down, Brian Austin Green. But there's something about Machine... He's, like, that dirty, trashy hot.
0: But then he, like, seems like he's, like, very sweet.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I get it. I get the appeal. I get the appeal, too, because every time I see him, I'm like, he's like, seems, like,
0: really sweet. He seems really smart. He seems caring. I'm like, I'm dating him. <laughs> um, so, like, I think he actually, like, kind of have a crush on him. So, I was like, okay, girl. I mean, do you? And obviously, like, <laughs> she's, like, the hottest person. Yeah, I so. was saying
1: she's a total hottie, too. So, I just love it when hot people get together.
0: Especially, like, when they're, they're styles vibe. And I know that sounds really stupid of me to say. But you get what I'm saying. No, yeah. They're, like, edgy hot. Yeah, and I'm like, (laughs) I'm a
1: potato. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, I sweat just looking at pictures of them. I know, and I'm like, bloop,
0: bloop, guess I'm going to order pizza. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know, I guess good for them, although. (laughs) I don't know if I could say that, because she was pretty, she pretty much called him on the set of, like, the music video. I was like, I'm leaving you for Machine Gun Kelly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yikes.
0: Um I just have a few more things. Today's episode's probably a little short although we spent the first 300 minutes talking about how depressed we are.
1: Um uh I wait. Okay. No, sorry. You keep going. <laughs> I just have something <laughs> I have something that I want to talk about before we go, but I'm sure it's on your list anyway. Oh, bring it up, girlie. I have no plan. Oh, well, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. But no, I want to no, no, talk no. about the I didn't want to I want to talk about the bachelor. Oh my God, that's my next t-
0: four things or three things. <laughs> three things? Yeah.
1: Okay, well, you go then. Oh, okay. So, speaking of Rocky relationships. Rocky- oh my God. Sorry, Rocky just fell in the pool. Speaking of Rocky Rock- falling in the pool, <laughs> Rocky's t- taking swimming lessons.
0: <laughs> Rocky's a lifeguard around the pool. Um,
1: he's, he's a man of his
0: talents. <laughs> We talked about last week about Becca Kufrin on her podcast with Rachel Lindsay. they mm-hmm. they were both um, Bachelorettes, and Becca's fiance, who she met on her season, and Ugh. we've talked about him before on this podcast. He is just like a pro, all lives matter, blue lives matter,
1: type and I feel person. Like- I mean, I, at least I'll speak for myself in this. I feel like I've been, like, a Garrett apologist in the past. They're like, he's learning. He's fine. Like, Becca isn't like that, so she'll teach him. And, but it's like, clearly, he hasn't learned. So I regret any time that I... Well, because he
0: came out and was like, I was wrong for that. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, but and so he doesn't really think that. Yeah, clearly, he was just going, like,
0: on a press apology tour. Yeah. Um, Because, like, now it's been, like, what, five years? (laughs) I don't know how long.
1: I mean, yeah, it's been a while.
0: Yeah, so... So... (laughs) When he was on her season, it, it, like, came out that he was, like, liking stuff about, like, being anti, like, Syrian refugees, like, making fun of, like, Syrian refugees, like, drowning, and, like, school shootings, and, like, throwing people back over the wall, over the border, like, on Instagram. And Becca's like, very liberal. And so... They, like, both had to come out and say, like... He, like, apologized. And she was, like, you know... I love him for who he is. Um, We've talked about it. He realizes, like, what? That's wrong. He's learning. Blah, blah, blah. And it seemed like he was genuinely, like, yeah. You know, I've, like, lived a sheltered life. Those were, like, all the
1: views of people around me. So, like, now I have more... And I will say that I do see a difference in, this might be, like, a lame cop-out, but it's, like, I see a difference in liking content versus creating your own content. Yeah. And so previously he had just liked stuff, and now he's, like, creating his own. That's, like, viewing this All Lives Matter junk or Blue Lives Matter.
0: So, yeah, then he, like, so on his Instagram he, like, had posted, like, on Blackout Tuesday, he posted, like, a black square, and he just posted, like, the fist emojis, and, like, all the different colors, but, like, that was it. That was, like, the whole caption. No words, didn't say Black Lives Matter, didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. And then, two days later, he posted the thin blue line thing, that's, like, Blue Lives Matter, and posted, like, a fucking novel. (laughs) Yeah. So... On the podcast between Rachel and Becca, and obviously Rachel's, like, the only black bachelorette um, in the show's history, they talked about it, and, you know, Rachel was like, but what is he learning? You say he's learning, but what is he learning? Because it's, like, all out in the open. Like, there's nothing really to learn at this point. Like, you either know or you don't. Right. And she just pretty much called him out on his shit, and Becca was like, you know, I don't stand with him. But, like, I know he's a good person. He doesn't mean anything, like, maliciously. And then it just was, like, a whole conversation. Um, and it, it was awkward yeah. to listen to.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it's good that they did it, though. But yeah. it was awkward. It was awkward because I was just, like,
0: you're holding back. And I'd rather you just, like, speak your truth, Becca. But I get yeah, it. I mean, like, that's her like holding, fiance.
1: Rachel wasn't holding back, and I actually liked. I mean, Rachel always is very, so well spoken and like knows what to say, yeah, and like how to say it. And I liked that she was calling her out like just the right amount. Yet it was still like really respectful. Like the girls are obviously still good friends, and like it was a productive conversation. But poor Becca was just like
0: she was wow. underwater. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, And so then in the days following Becca like posted a thing like the day the podcast came out and she was like I regret not speaking out more I regret not defending Garrett more blah 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 and then Garrett has been posting these like long quotes on every one of his Instagram pictures that are pretty much just like you know yourself you don't know it to anybody else whatever Um, so basically
1: not apologizing
0: and not learning nope really standing his ground (laughs) And so it came out today that, like, Becca had said, like, she doesn't know what the status of her relationship is with Garrett. Um, that they're, like, working on it in private. But I'm like, I kind of feel like if this is the end for them.
1: Ugh, I was on mute. But, yeah, I think so, too. Oh, I was like, hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Um, I think so, too. I don't think that she's going to be able to get past this and I honestly kind of hope she doesn't I do too I, I mean not I mean, be easier though yeah exactly yeah you know, it sucks that you fell in love with someone and like this little bubble of like bachelor world that like real life issues like this may not have been a huge topic of conversation but that doesn't discount the fact that you fell in love with this person but then you get back into real life and it's like oh there's like fundamental issues and differences and, like, our basic beliefs. That would really suck.
0: Yeah, especially when you have, like, a both of you have, like, a huge platform, so, like, everyone's watching, and everyone's like, okay, Becca, go get your man."s Like,
1: what the fuck? Yeah, that's so embarrassing for her. And people know, I mean, she really does, like, wait, what's... Walk her talk? Walk the walk? Walk the walk? You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, she so yeah she does like she's open about her like stance as a liberal and like supporting hillary a few years ago and that was when she had like the massive platform as a bachelorette and she does like openly say like i don't agree with my fiance yeah and like attending women's marches and stuff but it's like oh that's that sucks Yeah especially when it's like such an issue
0: like this where there's not really like a it's not like a oh there is gray area it's like no it's like literally (laughs) there's sides and you have to choose one.
1: Yeah and part of his argument about the blue lives matter thing is that like he has so many friends and family who are cops and like they aren't bad and like all that shit and it's just like (sighs) that's not really the point here. No. It's not. It's a bigger issue. He's just totally missing the point. Yeah.
0: And here's the thing too. Like all the cops that have been like arrested in the past few weeks for like murdering innocent black people I'm sure they were great people to their friends. I'm sure they were great husbands to their wives. Like just because, like, someone's a your friend and also holds that position doesn't mean, like, you know what they're like at their job. And I'm, I'm not, like, accusing anybody, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know the other side of it.
1: Well, and, like, it's, like, an institutionalized thing, like, to the point where it might not always... I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm going down, like, a darker path. But, like, that's just kind of how the system is. Yeah. So you take a good person and put them in a bad system and what do you get
0: exactly and also like so you're like oh all my friends and family blah blah blah. but like do you not have any like black friends that you're like I need to support and stand up for their literal lives like Um, that's no he probably doesn't yeah (laughs) so I don't know I was very harsh with Garrett when he was on. And I don't know if we recorded then. Um, but we, me and
1: you have talked about it, like, when I it was we, the season. I think we did. And that's why I'm saying I feel like I was, like, an apologist for him in the past. Because I thought they were cute together and, like, whatever. That's kind of lame of me. But, like, yeah, from what I saw, it was very surface level. And they were cute together. And he did apologize and say he was going to learn and do better. So, at that time, we... I felt obligated to give him the chance to do so, but clearly he hasn't, so bye.
0: And he hasn't shown up, so <laughs> you don't get a rose tonight, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, take that rose back. Um, But I thought before she even, like, even, like, over the weekend, I literally searched on Twitter, are Becca and Garrett still together? Because I just, like, had a
1: feeling... Like, yeah. Ever like, since I listened to that podcast, I was like, "This doesn't sound good." Like, she just doesn't even sound like in it anymore. No. She tired.
0: Yeah, and like embarrassed, and like she, she seems like a person who doesn't know what to do because she's like clearly built her life with this person. Yeah. But it seems like she's like, "But d- is this what I want?" And then I obviously like did a deep dive into their
1: Instagram, and I was like, "Hmm, nothing really since May of them being cute together." <laughs> really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think their days are numbered. I mean, there's other
0: bachelors that are single out there. Yeah.
1: Mm. Who, who was on with? her season? I'm trying to think of who she could be with.
0: I'm trying to think of who is on her season.
1: <laughs> yeah, who? Wills! Oh my God, Wills. Ah! But I don't even know who her backup guy was.
0: I don't know either. Clearly not important. <laughs> oh my god. I gotta look
1: I heard, now. I forgot about Wills. Ah!
0: I love him so much.
1: I still follow him on Instagram.
0: Or you know who she would really be good with that we talk about
1: all the time? Fucking Peter from Rachel season. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, aren't they both from Oh, they're from like the Midwest. Oh Becca's looking... season was Blake. Oh, which hello, human trash. No, and her third runner up was Jason. Oh, that's right. So can't have him. And then Colton, who is oh, actually yeah. now single, but did you see uh, that? Have we talked about that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, he's well, they broke up.
0: Yeah, him and Cassie broke up. Surprise, surprise.
1: But I don't want <laughs>
0: him and No, no, no. Becca would be good with Peter because Becca's kind of like very mature. And I always felt like Peter was very mature. This is not Pilot Peter. This is Peter from Rachel's season, who was fucking hot. Um but he I'm pretty sure he lives in Illinois and then Becca's
1: from Minnesota. Those are right there. Okay, yeah, but in general, Becca had some pretty trash guys, so I don't think she should revisit anyone from her season. Uh, Oh, she should hit up Peter, who is single. Or Nick Vile. Oh, I don't see them together. I like him, though. I don't either. I'm just a new fan of Nick. So I'm just (laughs) like, he should be with some nice girl.
0: (laughs) He should be. And I really like him now. He he is an example of someone who was like, not that he was ever racist, but he was an example of someone who was like, I'm going to grow as a person. And he actually showed up and did. Yeah, so maybe him and Becca can just be little, little woke couple. <laughs> I honestly think that almost, and like I'm not hating on Becca, but I almost think that he's too good for her now.
1: He is. He is don't come to me. No, he is definitely older, and yeah, I don't know. I get that he he is pretty old now not that sounds bad but like he's definitely like mid to upper 30s so i think he needs someone who's like mid 30s yeah
0: but yeah he's like someone who's like hey i was a fucking trash guy in my 20s let me blossom and he did he did the work garrett
1: <laughs> yeah garrett what's your excuse um anyways i'm Rooting for Becca and Peter because I think that would actually be very cute. Yeah, I totally see that. Oh my god. Call the call Chris Harrison. (laughs) Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Call Chris. (laughs)
0: Um, and then speaking of that same podcast, Rachel Lindsay obviously was like the only ever black lead on the show, like Bachelor, Bachelorette. We talked about it on last week's podcast um out of 40 seasons in 18 years it was only her she agreed to do it to be like a pioneer because i told her and i'm just talking fast because i'm just recapping um they told her you know you're going to be the first but definitely not the last you're going to make a where this is going to be a movement we're committed to mm-hmm. like making this diverse we this was a blind spot and so that's why she agreed to do it and that was like years upon years ago and um they never did change. And so last week on the podcast, she was like, uh, I might be done with Bachelor Nation overall. Like, this might be one of the last things I do because I'm, like, sick of this shit. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, a petition going around that both me and Megan signed that was, like, you know, get a fucking black lead on The Bachelor. Like, it's time. Right. And so they announced the new Bachelor way ahead of schedule, obviously because it was like fitting for the times.
1: Before and... the
0: Bachelorette season even aired. Yeah, so the Bachelorette season still hasn't aired, but it's Claire from One Pablo season, and um, one of her contestants is a guy named Matt James. Although I think he like they like gotten a tiff because she was they saying did. That-
1: That's why. It's like, I'm about this selection, but it's also kind of controversial.
0: Yeah. So they got a tiff because she said that he
1: was only in it for the views, like trying to get clout and like fame and not in he, it for love. For background, he is friend of sweet baby angel Tyler C.
0: Yeah, he was part of the quarantine crew with Tyler C. and Hannah Brown. Um, and he also is the co-founder of the ABC Food
1: Tours. And Claire kind of called him out of like... Now that the season wasn't showing... Or like filming... She called him out of like trying to like... Keep up his influencer stat in the meantime, basically. Yeah, like clout. And like because he was like doing cameos...
0: Which is like people can pay for celebrities to like send them a message... But his cameo money was all going to, like, a certain charity. It was, like, a whole thing that he was, like, I'm going to do these cameos
1: for this charity. Which was, like, a business he was already running to begin with. Yeah, he was already kind of an influencer. (laughs) And especially through, like, being friends, like, literally just through being friends with Tyler. Like, they would do those little, like, runs in New York City. Yeah. And
0: like I said, he was a co-founder of the ABC Food Tours. Like, he already had connections with Bachelor Nation. So, people already knew who he was. He wasn't, like, on Instagram with, like, 300 followers. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, but now, so, clearly, they did, something did not work out between him and Claire. Because he got announced as the new Bachelor. So, he's the first male Black lead on The Bachelor. Which is insane. Because it's been 40 seasons and 18 years. Um, but, finally, there's a male Black lead. <laughs>
1: And he's so hot. He's very hot. (laughs) He seems very funny. Yeah, I think he's going to be good. I do get worried about, like, is he a little fuckboy-y? Maybe.
0: I don't know. I kind of felt like that, like, was taken out of context with Claire.
1: Because I'm like, Claire, he was, like, an
0: influencer before you. Did you just, like, not know anything about him? Yeah. But. Yeah, true. At the same time, it's like. I worked, though. But. Isn't everyone that goes on this show now (laughs) like an influencer of some sort beforehand? Yeah, Um, that's
1: true, true, true.
0: But he's like 28, so like Everyone on Claire's season wasn't, like, 21. Like, that was, like, annoying watching the past few seasons. Every contestant was like, I'm 21. And if I don't get married this year, I might as well be in a grave. And I'm like, what?
1: Well, and they released the cast for Claire's season. And then everyone was mad because everyone was like, "Um, these people are young as shit. And Claire's, like, the oldest bachelorette they'd ever had at 38. So they announced that they were kind of, like, recasting the season anyway. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, like, to be honest... Matt might have gotten recast anyway. Well, and I'm sure he would have, especially at this point with Claire, like, calling him out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited to see who will be cast on his season or, like, when that will even, like, start. Because, like, I know we're, like, like, two seasons behind.
1: I know. Like, can we just skip Claire's at this point? (laughs) I mean, does anybody really want to watch Claire's? No offense, Claire, but I'm just not interested. Yeah, especially now that it's, like, we know who the next Bachelor is going to be. We're, like, excited about it. It's something new and exciting, and we have to watch Claire, who we've watched like five times on this show. <laughs> yeah. And like, so I hope I'll be pleasantly surprised, but I did read today that this show will be airing on Tuesdays in the fall. Oh, okay. So, so it's quoted, like an date. So clearly they do have some type of plans to start filming again. <laughs> Sorry. <Hello>. Um,
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, if you guys don't know what he looks like, you can just look him up. He's hot. I don't know when his season will start. We have to get through Claire's season. And I don't know if they'll do, like, a Bachelor in Paradise in between or whatever is going to happen. I don't get TV schedules now. Um, but... What is life now? <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad there's some change finally. Yeah, for real. And hope they can, like, keep that up with casting for his season and everything. And... <laughs> Still, to this day, it should have been Mike. But anywho. Oh, true. I mean, I had that same conversation where I'm just like, at this point, there has to be a reason why it wasn't Mike. Should have been Mike like two seasons ago. Uh, I mean, it should have been Mike before Peter. That's for oh, sure. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. What a mess that was. But my thought was, why wasn't it Mike now? But now I'm thinking that there had to have been a reason why it's not Mike. Yeah. Like, meaning like he said no. Yeah, he's probably like, no, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then my last um, Bachelor news, I'll actually let Megan
1: talk about it because it's her girl. Oh, my gosh. So, I know that we've talked about that Bachelor is, like, re-airing the greatest seasons of all time on Mondays now that it's quarantine and they don't have anything new to show and they need something to take up three hours of our life each week with. Um. So this last season they re-aired Caitlin Bristow's season which was really fun to watch because she's my favorite and basically they re-air like the whole season within three hours just kind of like a big recap and they hear from some of the old contestants and do like interviews and like Skype in with the lead and all that stuff so at the end Chris Harrison was Skyping with Caitlin and Jason so cute and Chris offered Caitlin a spot on the next season of Dancing with I know i'm like so excited tell
0: us why that's very exciting
1: okay so that's very exciting because back in the day when caitlin was the lead of the bachelorette she when her show was over she had wanted to go on dancing with the stars because she's a dancer you know it's a natural fit and yeah she's like mike, a professional dancer <laughs> yeah and mike slice the executive of producer of the show slash piece of shit It's actually on his resume, EP slash POS. (laughs) Um, He, like, blocked her from going on, basically, which was a bunch of horse shit because, like, there had been male leads of The Bachelor who were on Dancing with the Stars immediately after their season, like Sean Lowe was. So that was... Well, he kept,
0: like, making, like, excuses and, like, lying to her about it. And she has, like, openly talked about this for, like, years.
1: Yeah, and... Just recently they let Hannah Brown be on Dancing with the Stars. So it's not like Caitlin was salty about that because whatever she's not about like women against women type of thing, but she's just like, okay, fuck you, my Fice. But anyway, I guess they're asking her to be on now. So she's gonna be on. Which I don't even know when they're filming it again or what or when they have plans to film again, but she'll be on it when they do. It was
0: so exciting because like Chris told her like over like Zoom or whatever.
1: And Jason's reaction was, like, yeah, Jason had, like, a bigger reaction than Caitlin did because he's so happy for her and he knows how much he means to her. He, like,
0: gasped and, like, got
1: teary-eyed. Yeah, you could totally tell he was, like, starting to cry but, like, cover it up. I, oh, ah. And then he, like, wrote this beautiful
0: caption about
1: it. Ah! Like, what a gem. They're the cutest. I just can't wait for them to get married. I know remember that time I saw him walking to work wow yeah how did you not like tackle him
0: I was on the bus <laughs> stop the bus stop Jason god he's so hot oh, yeah, he's such like little- my favorite yeah. he's my favorite guy yeah for sure she's my favorite girl ah! So, yeah, I don't know when that will be, but I'm very excited for her because it's, it's been, like, a really uphill battle. She was pretty much, like, treated like shit on her season, and then also by fans, and then off her season by, like, people like
1: Mike Fleiss, like, people who run the show. And so... She yeah, and then her- she, and she was pretty open, sorry I interrupted, but she was pretty open on social media leading up until this, like, re-air thing about how she, like, wasn't really excited to relive it, like... Not great memories for her. Her breakup with Sean is somewhat recent, like, clearly, she's moved on and everything, but like, still painful. And so, I think that this made her really happy about it all.
0: Well, and she kind of stayed away from like Bachelor Nation for a while, up until like
1: Hannah's or yeah, Hannah's season. I mean, kind of of up until Becca's season, I guess, because that's when she met Jason, right. I don't know I'm like losing track yeah but, I don't know but you're she did take a pretty big break from it because she was just like okay they treat me like shit yeah but she so, never burned any bridges because they're still keeping her around so good for her
0: well she wrote this like heartfelt post to Chris Harrison and so I think Chris Harrison has been always like well obviously he's like a fucking precious
1: gem yeah but, her well. and Chris have always been tight but other than that no
0: Because I feel like he's probably like, yeah, Mike Flex is a fucking douche. Like, but,
1: sorry. (laughs) Right. Not putting the words in his mouth, but. Yeah, I just find it hard to believe that Chris and Mike could actually be friends. So I tell myself that they're not. (laughs) Agreed.
0: And then Chris, like, supports everyone who's on the show. And is, like, a great friend to them. And, like, helps them get far in their career. And, like, really
1: supports them. So, Um, yeah, we're excited.
0: Yeah, I am. I'm actually gonna watch that. I don't watch that show. I was gonna say, um, am I
1: gonna watch Dancing with Stars? No, but am I gonna watch Caitlyn on it? Yes.
0: Yes, I will watch her clips. Yeah. Um, God, I wonder who else is gonna be on the show with her. Like, what are their celebs?
1: I know. And then I, I hope. And to- oh. just, I just have to say that I hope her and Jason can handle it.
0: Oh, I'm sure, because he's like, we're
1: going to go to, a, we're like movie L.A. Yeah, but you know.
0: <laughs> well, and he like gets it too, because he's like in the spotlight.
1: Yeah, and they did the whole podcast tour and everything, so I'm sure they can conquer
0: whatever. And he's just, like her biggest supporter, plus he's got like his own thing going on, so it's not like, you know, <sighs> God, I just love them. Um, Can't just propose already? <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Jason, I live in Seattle. You can j- take your job back. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then I have one last story. And then we're done.
1: Okay. You guys.
0: Okay. Me and Megan have brought something terrible into the universe. <laughs> what did we do? We continuously <laughs> joked for weeks that we wanted another... Imagine Scandal. (laughs) As you guys know, at the very beginning of quarantine, a bunch of celebrities recorded themselves singing Imagine by John Lennon and published it on social media thinking that it was like this very deep thing that was like healing and full of love and like very just powerful And they got shit on by everyone on the internet. Because it was like, people are fucking dying, Gal Gadot.
1: Like, (laughs) we don't care. Yeah, and they're, like, in their massive McMansions and, like, backyards. Like, oh, isolating is hard. But we're in this together. Like, no, we're not. Yeah, and it was not for anything.
0: Like, it wasn't like, we're donating, blah, blah, blah. It was literally just like, listen to us. We're celebrities. Listen to us sing. (laughs) I'm like, anywho. a hundred thousand people have died but thank you so much for that
1: <laughs> so
0: so, <laughs> and like they got shit on for weeks like no one was like
1: this I love this I'm healed like and I want to was... say that we joked about it in the way like oh we need another Imagine scandal but like laugh as in oh no way they'd never be stupid enough to do that again but <laughs>
0: Oh, but, 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 but. I log on to twitter.com Oops. Monday morning. They did it again. And these goddamn celebrities. <laughs> when will these goddamn celebrities learn?
1: <laughs> but so. We want them
0: to? Although, yeah, these are pretty funny. So I'm kind of like, well, <laughs> keep them coming. They're so tone deaf. Um, this one was sponsored by the NW- NW- <laughs> Wait, oh, whoa, N W W N C double eight. My okay, <laughs> no, I'm being a rhyme secret. Oh God, N double A C P. To like bring a rareness. It was called I take responsibility, and it was supposed to be white celebrities saying like I take responsibility for never like correcting a racist joke or like never standing up or whatever, whatever. And I'm not saying, like, whatever because it's not important. I'm saying whatever because this video was stupid. So um yeah. So, it was, like, all, in all black and white. And to, like, very dramatic, like, piano music. hmm <laughs> And it was celebrities in the front-facing camera looking very solemn. And really overacting. I've never seen Oh, my God. They weren't sense. even re- they weren't
1: even looking at the camera. They were straight up, like, reading off of teleprompters. <laughs> yeah, like, none of them took the time to, like,
0: memorize their lines, which was, like, three lines. Um, so, yeah, it was, like, their eyes reading, like, clearly not focused. And it was, like, so overactive. It was, like, <laughs> like a piano key, like, Dun, all black <laughs> and white. I. Eye's tearing up. I take responsibility for every joke I did not correct. (laughs) And it's like that's great. But like this isn't it. No, but like,
1: and like you guys know that we know that you're actors, right?
0: (laughs) It was so dramatic
1: that it really just like took away
0: from anything important that they were saying. Because it just seemed like a ton of white actors who are so tone deaf in their fucking mansions being like, I care. This is my big break as well. I can do drama.
1: Yeah, for real. Like, and they probably, probably thought sending, it was like... Are you sending this to the casting agent?
0: Yeah, they probably thought it was okay since it was like, you know, the NWACP asked them to do it. Yeah, which is true. But, but, like, there's a way you can do it, and it's not how any of them did it. Yeah, like, take it seriously. They were so just acting. <laughs> I had to pause it three times because I, like, had to take, like, ten-second breaks and be like, okay, here we go. Because it's, like, two minutes long. And it's just the- so – you guys, unless you've seen it, you probably think I sound like such an asshole – but like you have to watch it it's worse than the Imagine video and that's saying a lot
1: no, the fucking guy from Breaking Bad was like oh. yeah Aaron whatever his name is yeah he's just like hamming it up well
0: he like starts off with his like head in his hands and then he like looks up he's like I take responsibility or like fucking Kesha <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kesha's like, teary-eyed, hand literally over her heart, and she's like, I take responsibility. I'm like, you guys. Yeah, just be normal. Just say, hey, guess what? This is why this is fucked up. This is why this is happening. This has been happening here this long here are some facts blah 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 i'm not gonna fucking take that anymore here's some fucking petitions and here's links to donate like exactly. that's all it had to be but um and fucking <laughs> you know who i'm most disappointed so yeah had like Kristen bell had aaron whatever his fucking name is from breaking bad and kesha and the girl from one tree hill not sophia bush the other one
1: um Oh, I'll tell you who I'm most disappointed in. And it might be the same person. It's the but... same.
0: But let me just... I, julian Moore. This is not the person I'm most disappointed in. But this is a person I'm very disappointed in. Is Sarah Paulson. Because she was in the Imagine video. And I'm like, Sarah! Wait, no.
1: That wasn't my person. But That's
0: time. not my person. That's not yeah. my person. I'm just saying.
1: Okay, but yeah. You're so right. Yeah, she was in the Imagine video. Like... Sarah? Break, Sarah Yeah.
0: <laughs> How did you not learn from the first time? How did you get in both of these videos and not get it?
1: But yeah, yeah that's rough.:
0: Megan, say who's the person we're both disappointed in the most. It's the same person. I know it is.
1: I don't know if it is, but mine's Alana Glazer. <gasps> oh, that's not mine at all. I didn't think that would be yours, but because I don't know if you watch Broad City.: Yeah,
0: I do. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Well, that's mine. Yeah, that was disappointing. My f- most disappointing person is Stanley Tucci. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stanley Tucci, how dare you? We yeah. totally love you and we root for you all day long. And we're like your biggest fans. And by we, I mean like the literal internet, <laughs> the world.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Just so for you to show up in your fucking glasses and be like, I take responsibility. Stanley Tucci, no.
1: Just stick with your little um, cooking cocktails. Campari. What are those things called? Campari? Negronis. Stick to Negronis.
0: I mean, definitely post about Black Lives Matter and definitely take some action, but don't be in this stupid video. Right. Right. Family touching, God damn goddammit. I'm embarrassed. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, and now I'm mortified. I have to... Exposed myself as a Stanley Tucci fan
1: after that. Yeah, yeah, that was a hard one for all of us. <laughs> Literally every single person who's had to watch it. You guys, it's rough. I once again, Sarah Paulson, girl. And like, did it solve anything? No, no. It didn't.
0: Mm. And like none of them were like, I'm donating or like I signed a petition or like whatever. Right. It was just like, anyways, go to this website <laughs>
1: and learn. Yeah, it's like, why don't you give us like facts?
0: <laughs> yeah, break down like, how the prison
1: of, system is just slavery. <laughs> instead of this like obscure like, I take responsibility. Like, why don't you present us with some facts?
0: It's like the the people that are like like on their hands and knees like begging at protests like begging for forgiveness yeah happy you just stand up and like take some action like no one needs the the performance
1: yeah so you know that's that for now i'm sure we'll have another video to report on in the next few weeks and to be honest i kind of hope we do
0: I know. And here's the thing, y'all. Because it's hard to, like, make fun of that video, like, knowing the cause. But, like, me and Megan are not, like, the only people that are being, like, fuck that video. Like, everyone on Twitter was, like, yo, what the fuck? Like, that's the general consensus.
1: Right. To be clear, like, we support the cause. Like we said, fund the police, Black Lives Matter. But the, just the way, the way that all this happened was just... Extraordinary performative (laughs) Yeah, honestly.
0: Where it's like, like what is
1: this doing? This was like some community theater shit.
0: Yeah. That's like the people on TikTok that I've seen, and yes, TikTok, I'm a youth teen Gen Z, um that are like doing like makeup looks (laughs) that are like on their eyelids and like eyeshadow. It's like Black
1: Lives Matter. And I'm like, what is this doing? Yeah, wait. Actually, I need to talk to you about this TikToker that I'll send to you after this. Is she blonde and looks like Margot Robbie? No, it's a... Oh, but yes, I know who that is. But Yeah, but there's like a boy.
0: Oh, Lord. Okay. I also need to... I have another celebrity thing I want to talk to you about, but it's not appropriate for the podcast. Sorry to make that seem like such a mystery, but I just had to tell Megan before I forgot. (laughs) If you want to discuss it with me, you can text me. Okay, well, let's, I want to know. So, bye. Just okay, so, everyone, um, that's it for today. Go watch the video that we just talked about, please. Because I need to have everyone else be in on the theatrics. And until next time, go sign a petition.
1: Yep, please support the NAACP, but just not in that way.
0: <laughs> but leave your community theater at home. Okay, bye
1: Megan. Okay, bye. Talk to you in like two seconds.
0: Okay, bye.